Hello, and welcome back to Crest in the Afternoon. I'm your sub today, Pat Odie Marie, and uh, I'm from Toledo, Ohio, a subbing today. And in this segment, I'm excited. This was something that um, Avi Maria uh, gave me a chance to read and look at it. And I, I, boy, I learned so much. We have James Day with us. He is the operations manager at EWTN in Orange County, California. And James is going to be talking to us uh, about an article he wrote, If You Want Peace, Plant an Olive Tree. Welcome, James. Hi, Pat. Thank you for having me on. Well, that's uh, it's wonderful to talk to you because, like, I, I've always heard, right, that the you extend an olive branch. It's a sign of peace. But you have so much packed into this article about um, how the connections are. So can you kind of give us, uh, give our audience this idea of what, other than we, we hear this, you know, extend an olive branch, what are all the connections here that we're talking about between peace and the olive tree? Absolutely. Uh, the title, by the way, of the article that appeared in the National Catholic Register, as you mentioned, is "If you want peace, plant an olive tree," mm-hmm. and that's a play on you know the famous phrase that we hear: "If you want peace, work for justice." Yes. Um, so <laughs> I, I sort of, sort of work. I sort of took that and said, "Well, a pragmatic way. We're, we're living in such a time of war and diaspora and crisis, and it feels like we're always in this endless cycle of, of violence yes. and communal, you know." wars right. and infighting uh, a pragmatic way that we that we can do if we have the capacity and means is simply to plant an olive tree i suggest that as a way of uh, visualizing to everybody that we are in this together i don't think we're hardwired to hate each other yeah. and this is a way to transform uh, our society to to a peace-loving society so this article talks about that kind of historical and religious significance of the olive tree uh, throughout scripture Throughout very you know some parts sure. of history that in which the olive tree emerged uh, historically significant, and uh, as a takeaway, it's just a pragmatic way of, of moving forward because this is a new year, but yep. we are in such such uh, desperate Ooh. times. I think no kidding. And you know, one of the things obviously we've been hearing uh, you know scripture readings from the Book of Samuel, the Second Samuel, and I had to kind of when I'm when I was listening at Mass, all of a sudden I had heard this you know. Uh, that he went up to the Mount of Olives, you know, as Sam, you know, we we're talking about David, King David. And I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, you know, this connection between David and Christ and the Mount of Olives and going to the Mount of Olives to pray. And and it was during this whole time of crisis with his son, Absalom. And so I, it's like it fits in so well with what you're talking about in this article. So one of the things that you talk about, and I didn't know this, how long it takes to grow an olive tree. Yes. How, I mean, yes. yeah, tell us about that. Let, let, I'll give a, a great example. Uh, out here in California, you know, of course, the, the spiritual basis of California, the foundation for Catholic California, are the, you know, the missions of, of California. Yes. Uh, planted by the by the Spanish Franciscans of Unibero Serra. Well, there was a tradition that the Franciscans had at each mission. They would plant uh, one, at least one uh, olive tree on the grounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this was late 1700s, early 1800s. And mm-hmm. if you still if you visit those locations today, you will see olive trees uh, planted at the time. Of, those particular trees are still extant today. So they've, you know, 300 years or so. Wow. Uh, about of of these olive trees as a symbol of, of what we're talking about, but they were planning it knowing that 
they would not see the literally the fruit of these trees right. because of the, the, the look. It was meant for the generations of those coming to the missions who would come to appreciate, who would sit under those shade, the shade. Uh, I have a, a three-year-old daughter who, who started climbing trees at a, uh, when we would go out for our walks and they were always olive trees because, you know, they, they were in our vicinity. So, uh, you know, it was for those down the road yeah. uh, to enjoy. And, well, and we are still experiencing uh, those trees today, which I think is really beautiful. That is amazing. And one of the things, one of the statements you make, and, and I, I want you to, if you can, tease this out a little bit for us, um, you say that, um, and because you mentioned in your article, planting olive trees was just one way. Um, Father Junipero and his companions were continuing a long tradition of propagating the faith. So can you help, kind of help us understand how can planting an olive tree help us propagate the faith? We could start by looking biblically, and you mentioned this uh, briefly there with, with, with David and the Old Testament. In the Old Testament, there are a good number of olive tree references that are, as most as everything with the Old Testament, is fulfilled later in Christ. But you can see how um, in in early the Hebrews and in the early Israelites, you know, the, the olive tree was uh, a, a kind of spiritual bastion, of a symbol of, of their hope. Um, and then again, fulfilled in Christ. Well, mm-hmm. how? Well, specifically, you know, uh, he the Garden of Gethsemane is at the foot of the Mount of Olives. And, um, you know, that's a, a spiritual significant place for where he undertook his passion, where he prayed, uh, where he was betrayed. Um, uh, but so many things happening there on the Mount of Olives. So he's surrounded by olive trees at this, this prime moment in, in Christ's life. And uh, now at the time it was of, of Jesus, it was very hard to extract the oil from, uh, from the olive. Right. So... You know, they used the uh, a millstone, crushed the olive in a press. And, and here, you know, he references, uh, Jesus references the, the millstone yes. in the gospel, as, as, as we know. Mm-hmm. And, um, and even in, in the connection between the difficulty of pulling the oil out of uh, the, the olive, you know, mm-hmm. connects to the difficulty uh, in which he endured his, his passion, the suffering in which he was undergoing, so much so, you know, his sweat became like, like drops of blood. Right. Uh, and yet, um, you know, for the, for the early Israelite, for the Hebrew, this, this would have been well known because of its, its foundation in, in the Old Testament, yeah. whereas the Gentile you know, would not have known anything about the spiritual significance of the olive tree. Right. And yet, uh, and, and yet here in Italy, in, and then in Italy, say, for instance, mm-hmm. a Gentile nation, you know, converted to Christianity, mm-hmm. uh, now is one of the greatest producers of olive oil in the world. So yeah. it just, it just, it's just a, a, a metaphor, if you will, right. for just the propagation of the faith. And one of the things that I, I found I never knew, and I was so excited when I read it, that Gethsemane actually means olive press. In, in Hebrew. I mean, that's yeah. like, oh, wow. You know, th- that idea. And that's why your your explanation of of how we get olive oil, what that olive press does, really does show us um, the, the analogy of Christ's suffering, what, what, what was put upon him to bring about his salvation for us, the salvation of all of us. It's just an amazing um, kind of analogy that I I never saw before until I read this article. That was amazing. Now, I, I do have a, a question for you, because as I was reading 
Um, you know, <clears throat> you talk about um, the idea of, you know, is it, too, and I'm just going to quote this for the audience, is it too naive to suggest a joint effort among Christians and Jews, Palestinians and Israelis to plant an olive tree together? Now, here's my question. Um, does Does this olive tree mean the same thing to people who are not Jewish or Christian? Because that's kind of a part of the scripture that you just went through so nicely for us. But but if that's not my understanding, how do I get drawn into that? Do I have that same understanding? Well, I guess it would depend on the, uh, the type of the, what culture we're, we're discussing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it probably would have possibly maybe not as significant a meaning as the Judeo-Christian understanding of it. Uh, however, in those examples, uh, I would not have written this article for not, or not for the Hamas-Israel war. Right. I mean, that really came out of that, that experience and, and, and what's going on and what's still going on over there. Um, yeah. But it's specifically that location in which the olive tree flourishes. Mm-hmm. So a, a, a kind of gesture on the parts of those leaders would have ramifications. And for those who may not understand what the olive tree meaning might be, that particular gesture might cause an awakening of understanding or a new, a new idea or in their own culture, say. Um, you know, for example, uh, cemeteries in Israel, uh, for example, when Yitzhak Rabin, was, the former prime minister, was assassinated in 1996 and at a cemetery, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Peter Jennings is doing the ABC report covering that, that funeral. He's talking about how the olive trees are covering the cemetery wow. and how important that is to the Jewish people. Uh-huh. So that's a way of, of people who may not understand the significance of the olive tree might take that as saying, wow, this is sacred ground. This is the, the holy land. And here, why are there so many olive trees here? I think that might be a gesture we might need for for our for the new generations to understand the importance of it in this time of diaspora and crisis. Yeah, and I and, and when you talk about that idea of that the olive tree is certainly a symbol of hope, and it is a part of that that kind of long growth period that you're talking about that that you may not see the fruits of what has been planted, but future generations will. And that fits in so nicely with your article, because it's that idea of even how do we change this animosity, this this hatefulness, the warring? It it has to start with changes now, even in individuals, how individuals are formed so that in the future we can see peace and hope. Does that make sense? Absolutely. As my as my mother would say, you have to model the faith. You know, thinking of my children and you know her grandchildren, you have to model the faith for those who are still learning, who are still you know soaking it in. Mm-hmm. Still, you know, I mean, we're always learning, we're always journeying. But for those who have been graced with the gift of faith, you know, it's our duty to model that. And so, even though we may not see the the fruits of that down the road, but you know, I mean, look at all the generations before us who have suffered through the faith of martyrs and persecutions and. You know, they didn't know, you know, how, you know, they just had the hope that it would survive, as, as Christ said, you know, upon this rock, I will build my church, the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Yeah. And I think that, again, you know, and you say this in the article, the idea that we are very much, uh, when you plant an olive tree, you can't be thinking of yourself. And I love that, you know, because we certainly are in a culture um, that, tends to think of ourselves first. And when you plant an olive tree, you can't be thinking about yourselves. You have to be thinking about generations to come. Yeah, 
Yeah, exactly. You're, you're, it's not going to be. Like, it's not like a little uh, lemon tree that we have, or uh, or an apple tree that we have. Or, you know, we're not going to be able to enjoy that. But we do plan. We hope at our house to plant at least two olive trees this year, if Ooh. we can, uh, God willing. Uh, if everything comes together there in the front yard, and and I, I just hope that that's a pragmatic way if, if, to start conversations if anyone asks, and maybe not get into too much depth is what we're doing here, but at least to have that con- conversation about purpose of these olive trees are oh what a great idea because that's just that's going to help you educate inform people i love it thanks so much james for being with us and talking about your article um if you want peace plant an olive tree